It's Monday, the 19th of April, 2021. Welcome to your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, hopes of a return to international travel have been dashed with the Prime Minister Scott Morrison saying Australia will remain locked down for most of this year. Plus, Bitcoin hits a new record high and then tumbles 15%. Major bank CEOs talk up the economy and small business. And James Packer accepts restrictions on his 37% stake in Crown Resorts. Our lead story today, Prime Minister Scott Morrison has hosed down hopes of a quick return to international travel, saying Australia was in no hurry to open its borders because the pandemic was still raging around the world. He said he wouldn't put at risk the lifestyles of Australians by opening up to the rest of the world too soon. Currently, all Australians are banned from travelling overseas, except for exceptional circumstances. The exception is the travel bubble with New Zealand, which commences today. There are still 35,000 expatriates waiting to get home. Mr Morrison will lead the National Cabinet today and will convene twice a week until progress is made on rolling out vaccinations. Mr Morrison's comments came as COVID-19 deaths globally moved beyond 3 million over the weekend, with developing nations including Brazil, Mexico and Peru bearing much of the brunt of new fatalities. With numbers like that, it will be some time before the Prime Minister changes his mind on overseas travel. In overseas news, Wall Street closed at a record high over the weekend following positive earnings results and economic data. Bitcoin fell 8.5% over the weekend, having plummeted 15% before recovering a bit. It was the biggest drop in more than seven weeks after reaching a record high on Friday. The second largest cryptocurrency, Ethereum, fell almost 18% over the weekend before pairing losses. US President Joe Biden met with Japanese Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga, Over the weekend, Mr Suga said the two countries would oppose coercion and force in the South and East China Seas. Ownership of the waterways is disputed between China and Japan. Recently, Beijing initiated military activity close to Taiwan, raising fears in the region. Following the comments, China hit back, saying the two countries were meddling in its affairs. The battle of the billionaires has shifted to space. Over the weekend, Elon Musk's Space Exploration Technologies Corp won a $2.9 billion US dollar NASA contract to develop a system for landing astronauts on the moon, bidding Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin Group. NASA hopes to land someone on the moon in 2024, more than 50 years after the last human was there. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your Mentored Briefing. Let's go to local stories now. The S&P ASX 200 closed up slightly on Friday, finishing at a new 14-month high. For the full week, the market was up 1%, led higher by tech stocks, which surged by more than 5%. ANZ boss Shane Elliott was before Senate estimates on Friday, and he joined Commonwealth Bank CEO Matt Common calling for greater regulation of the buy-now-pay-later sector. He said participants such as Afterpay and Zipco should be treated like banks because they are extending credit. National Australia Chief Executive Ross McEwen also appeared and he said there were clear and widespread signs that businesses were getting back on track. The federal court has found that Google misled customers into thinking that location data had been turned off when the tech giant was still storing and keeping personal identifiable location data. The action had been brought by the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission and boss Rod Sins said the decision showed that tech companies had to be upfront with their customers. 
The Financial Review is reporting this morning that the peak body for financial services is pushing to water down consumer protection laws for financial advisors in an effort to get more people to use one. Ten years after future of financial advice laws came into effect, fewer and fewer people are using advisors, which isn't a good thing. In short, they've become too expensive, and the industry wants to reduce regulations, making advice more affordable. James Packer has done a deal with the New South Wales gaming regulator, which will allow him to keep his 37% stake in Crown Resorts and be allowed to accept or reject an $8 billion takeover proposal for the gaming group, which is currently on the table. But Mr Packer will not be able to exercise power in four areas related to governance. The deal struck with the regulator means Mr Packer will determine whether PE Group Blackstone's bid is successful. And finally, medium house prices in Melbourne have pushed beyond $1 million for the first time after a 9% jump through the March quarter, according to the Real Estate Institute of Victoria. Last week, ANZ Chief Executive Shane Elliott tipped house prices would grow nationally this year by 17%. His peers at Commonwealth Bank, Westpac and NAB all predicted rises of closer to 10%. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.